Alright guys, I was up all night working on these tracks, and I think I got exactly what you're looking for. Check this out. What? This is what you asked for. I, I don't know what else you could have meant. Alright, alright, hold on, hold on. Check this one out. I think this beat is the cleanest, freshest beat you will ever hear in your life. Oh, come on! Well, yeah, the whining dog ties it together. It's a signature sound. Oh, fuck it. Look, if the deranged mime click doesn't want these dog beats, I'll find someone who does. We all know the story from here. The deranged mime click went on to break their vow of silence to become the critically acclaimed Run DMC, and the dog beats went unheard by the masses until unearthed by the inner city posse. Here now are those dog beats. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... The Dog Schmeave. The Dog Schmeave? The Dog Schmeave. Oh. I don't want the Dog Schmeave. Oh. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Drives away. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed here. Any You're not welcome. No. Leave. No. But no. you know who is welcome? It's it's the fine people listening today, whether they have been here uh, for the first time or for a returning time. Either welcome or welcome back. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah. You, you know what? Decide for yourself if you're mm -hmm. welcome or welcome back. But if you're wrong, I know. And in my heart of hearts, I am shaming you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. 100%. We are currently continuing on our incredible trek through the shit we missed. And mind you, we are through recording this. Shit. Yes. Uh, as we record this, um, to, to date this episode, it has been um, just about a week since our um, most recent episode came out, which was the intelligence and violence episode. And I just want to just want to throw something out here. To, to the people listening, A, mm -hmm. this is officially now, I don't even know how this fuck did this happened. This is our third highest downloaded episode. It's fucking wild, man. <laughs> In the span of a fucking week. Yeah. Um, and uh, this was mentioned on the, uh, the mic check that had already come out by this point. Um, big shout out to Aaron and Eric of ICP with We. Hell it yeah. was a fucking blast uh, chatting with them. Love hanging out that, with them guys, and and we hope that you guys enjoyed it. I it was, it's one of the few that in recent times I actually went back and re-listened to beginning to end. Um, <laughs> a lot I did of times, too, I mean, just because I was editing, because you were editing. <laughs> but most of the time, it's like, okay, I just can't wait to hear what Shmeev made as the intro because the intros are always fucking great. Um, and we already no. knew because we did them all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's a testament. Um, but what's very funny is now. We have been made liars because we were originally told that Intelligence and Violence was not available on streaming services, and it fucking is, apparently. It's there. Since we August, thought, apparently. Yeah. Since which, almost my birthday. I was going to say, if it was put up within the week of the time that we released that episode until now, I want my fucking money. Yeah. 
but that's not the case. But that's in the past. We are looking towards the future and many, many more, but we are actually We're still looking towards in the, the past. future from the past. Yes, exactly. So, Shmeev, on this incredible Back to the Future style shit that we're looking at, what is it today that we have decided we get to grace upon our podcast? Mike, if you recall, way back two, two, three years ago now? Is it three we're, years? We're, we're close to three. We're coming up Actually, on th- when this drops, it'll have been three years. Three years ago, Mike, we started this, right? And we did a little... Yes. We did a little carnival of carnage, Indeed. right? And then we followed yeah. that up with what? Beverly Kills. Yep. Then we did, was it Ringmaster? Ringmaster. Then we had probably, like, what, Tunnel of Love, Terror Wheel? Terror Wheel. Terror Wheel, then Tunnel of Love? Was it both of them? Terror Wheel, then Riddlebox? Riddlebox. Okay. Then Tunnel of Love? Yep. Then Forgotten Malenko. Freshness? Malenko. Malenko, then Forgotten Freshness. When the hell did yep. Forgotten Freshness happen? Well, okay. Forgotten Freshness after that. After that yeah, episode Forgotten that Freshness I was, was waiting was for the next for thing so after long. Malenko. Yeah. And on yeah, that, there were two forgotten freshness episodes. And on that, we had a <gasps> we had some tracks from way back, way mm-hmm. back in the the, mm. the OG ICP vault, mm-hmm. including the dog beats. The dog beats. And now here we are, finally covering the album that that track came from, the EP, the actual EP, the successful EP of EP length. The only one in existence that ICP has ever released. <laughs> one of the few beats. official things that they got, they, they looked at a definition of what an EP is and said, we'll try this once. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. So, so Dog Beats. Dog Beats. First time that they recorded something professionally. Okay, so this was like in studio. This was in studio. Okay. This was done um, at Miller Midi Productions with Chuck Miller producing and mastering the album. Oh, now, okay. I, I still don't know where my copy of um, Behind the Paint is, so I can't look at the Damn. direct quotes from Jay. But Chuck Miller, back then, um, when Jay was – when they were working on this, Jay had – basically understood that this guy either it's just how he worked or he was working ICP was basically just doing the absolute minimal stuff that he could possibly do to get ICP's money. Yeah. Um, Which is why some of the stuff in this EP sounds very sparse. It's not necessarily because it was the rap at the time. It's just what this guy was making for them. Yeah. So the original... EP was released, uh, it looks like, on February 4th, 1991, so it just had a birthday when we're recording this. Ooh. And uh, this primarily features Violent J, typically like what we've seen on a lot of this stuff, but you also mm. have some of the other members of Inner City Posse we on it. We do get you to have, hear Shaggy 2 Dope. You do have some Shaggy 2 Dope. You also have a Mr. John Kickjass. Yeah. And there's another person on one of the tracks. I can't quite remember who it is. I might have to grab Genius up here. But there is another person um, who I think they only show up on one. um, They they like trade off with John Kickjazz for like a second. Yeah. Um, So my bad. Uh, I'm getting it up right now. 
Um, and it's very annoying because the one – is it Life at Risk? No, it's not Life at Risk. It's uh, Ghetto Zone. I apologize. Oh. Um, yeah, I know Spoiling the titles right of tracks already. Oh, it's okay. How could you? But yeah. no one listens to um, this. So okay, give me let me let me let me work some stuff out here, right? Because sure. I don't I don't remember anything. <laughs> Intelligence and violence. Oh, when was that sorry. released? Kid villain. Kid villain. Uh, Intelligence and violence uh, seems to have been released for some reason. There, there's a little bit of discrepancy. Part one well, yeah. thing shows 1989. The other is showing 1990. Okay. I would assume that, I mean, it's 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 hard to say because I mean, again, these are just they recorded on a fucking karaoke machine and just through tapes at people. So I mean, there's not like a there's not like a release that you can really point to. There's there's no you know there's no real record for for right. when they started slinging tapes to people aside from whatever they may have said. So I can believe it's probably both. Um, maybe like they had their their first run of five of them in. 1989 where they handed them to people and then at some point in 1990 they were like what if we just like copied some more of these and threw them at people again and there mm-hmm. we go there's a second release um, right. and this is 91 so this is yeah. one which to two years which was also when Basement Cuts released allegedly good god Okay. So they they so just basement cuts released like like well when like uh like it doesn't I mean, have obviously to, before this but okay it doesn't even have down to the month or anything like that it's just no the year. which now Ooh. now and mind you if this released in February. <laughs> They just January first basement cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Again, who knows so, how long any of that may have been sitting around before they decided to start throwing it to people too. But yeah, no clue. I don't know. But uh, okay, okay. So that that, that kind of gives me some a time frame of when this happened, which right is going to matter for some things going forward. Mm-hmm. Now this is, um, I believe, one of the first things technically put out by psychopathic um and it has been released more than once so in i believe it was 2000 give me one second to double check oh shit uh yeah so at 2000 at the gathering it got re-released um Nothing really different about it. They just pressed it on CD. It was good to go. Um, and then was this also? I actually a, managed uh... to get, and I managed to get that copy. Um, I think it was like two years ago. It was it was early on into our our, our time of Juggalo Judgment. But I did get a, did a cop bleh, did get a copy of it. I think from eBay, and it was pretty reasonably priced. It was only like. 20 something dollars. I was pretty proud of that. Yes. Then last year, out of fucking nowhere, ICP decided to press copies of Dog Beats Up again with an alternate cover. And the cover itself is something from the era. <laughs> and the, the original cover is the one that most people are familiar with. Yeah. Um, which has, I want to double check what the, if it shows the name of the person on here. Uh, just as their friend Don, um, who was hanging from a rope in Del Rey. Apparently, that rope is very famous. I believe one of our uh, one of our listeners has actually been to the place where that rope was hanging, and the oh. rope is gone now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a person in reverse ICP face paint, we'll say, where it's <laughs> mostly black, and then the the nose, the mouth, and the uh, the parts around the eyes are white. So it looks like. Kind of bad blackface. Yeah. 
Um, but that person was kind of like the hype man of the group and then dipped after ICP's first um, first showing. But then uh, we have the new one, which has, I believe his name is Fat Ronnie. And this version is different in the fact that it has a bonus track. What's weird is the track that they put on here was not from the Dog Beat Sessions. It seems to actually have been a track that was left off of Carnival of Carnage. So I don't know why they put it on here. Maybe it was just so more people had access to the song. I don't know. To be fair, I mean, one of the songs on Dog Beats was also on Carnival of Carnage. I mean, you know, they just kind of threw everything. But I'm saying it's the thing is, is the track that was left off of Carnival of Carnage sounds like it would have been left off of Carnival of Carnage. Whereas the track that was from this and put on COC. Yeah. It still sounds like that era of ICP, if that makes any sense. I, I can I can think of two explanations for it, right? One more likely than the other. Yeah. Uh, one explanation is that they, they, they were ki- kind of sort of working on it during the Dog Beats time. Mm-hmm. Just didn't finish it in time for it. The okay. more likely explanation. Jay doesn't remember where that song came from. That is 100%, <laughs> I think, what it is. <laughs> There's because in multiple like Forgotten Freshness albums and 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 the like, um, dates and years are always oh, fucked yeah. up. That, that's just the way. And I is. will call them out whenever they show up. Just saying. So we have five tracks that we're looking at. The original one was only four tracks. This is five. However, we've only we or rather we've already talked about two of them. Yeah. So those ones will kind of be glossed over a little bit. So we're still going to kind of semi-cover them. We'll see, here's the thing. is mostly going to cover them because I didn't fucking take Here, notes Here's on the them. thing, y'all. It's been a very long time since we've covered these. That was, again, Forgotten Freshness 1, probably 1 or 2. I don't know. We, we did both those at the same time. I don't remember which one's which. Well, no. Uh, well, they were two different ones. But, like, the first track was – the one track was obviously on the first episode that we did. Yeah. And then the other yeah. one was on – Forgotten Freshness uh, 2. It's final. 2. Okay. I think. Something like that. Also, there's another track that was already on a Forgotten Freshness as well. Uh, all of these, I think, I, we've, we've well, heard before. Well, no. Um, we have not. And I'll explain why. Whatever. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But the point is, is that now that it's been so fucking long, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give these, you know, my opinion from a, a, a new angle. A person who has heard a whole lot of the other ICP stuff up to t- t- today-ish, not today, but you know, the the today of 15 years ago. And now has also gone back all the way to the beginning and I'm mired in the sound of 1989 to 1990 ICP and that sound. Um, so I'm listening to it with with the new context and you know we're gonna we're just gonna see how it sounds i've been thinking about doing this a little bit but like i i talked about it in the discord a little bit and somebody said that that sounds like a really good idea uh i was thinking i could go back and i could actually give a re-listen to all of this stuff and give like my current opinion on it with with my new ears that that have not heard all of this stuff in a very long time and somebody i think it was jiggles who was like that would actually be really cool, or Rob, one of the two of them. But uh, it would a hundred percent be either of those two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is I don't have the kind of energy to listen to whatever the fuck we have assigned for our uh, episode three times and also listen to another fucking Juggalo album. I only have so much in me to listen to Juggalo music, if I'm being honest. And it's just it will not allow that unless I'm which is currently why, listening to like Malenko or something, <laughs> which is which is why I constantly say. Hey, man, I really appreciate all that you do for this show. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe someday I'll give it a shot. We'll see. Because it's not like I I don't have to think too hard about it. I'm just going to, you know, listen to it real quick and be like, well, how about that? (laughs) But that's for some other time. But now I think we've done enough preamble on the dog beats. Do we have anything else to say about dog beats? No. The only thing that we really got to say is... It's time to crack open a motherfucking Faygo. A what? A motherfucking Faygo. Sorry, I, I can't quite hear you. Motherfucking Faygo. <laughs> Mike, what do you what got? What you got? What do you got? I have a genuine big 24 ounce delicious Naturally flavored, extra dry ginger ale. Ooh. Well, Mike, I have here in my hands a genuine Fago delicious vanilla cream soda. Very, very nice. Something that I I feel like I've never talked about before regarding Fago's cream soda, that it makes it pretty unusual, is that it is a clear drink. Mm-hmm. And that that's always been like kind of fucking weird to me because you know most cream, cream sodas come out like that. It's like root like beer an, but diluted. That like that's like an amber type color. Yeah, kind of like got like that ale look, like a really yeah. yeah. But uh, no, perfectly clear cream soda. Can you fucking? Yep. It's like, why do you need Crystal Pepsi <gasps> when you've got clear cream soda from Fago? I mean, for, yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, for real. Even though they're slightly raising the prices, it's just slightly raising the prices. Yeah, I mean the ones that I've been getting still are are a dollar, but I know some of the bottles are straight up saying like a dollar twenty five, and I'm like, no. Inflation, (laughs) the economy, you know. Let's crack these bitches open. Crack them. Okay. Mike can't hear this, but it'll show up in the recording. You should be able to hear those bubbles. 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 Ah, that's some fizzy as hell cream soda, and that is delicious. Let's get into it. Track one, Ghetto Zone. They got Uzis. They got shotguns. They got explosives. They got access to any kind of weapon they want within 24 hours. We got over 50,000 gangbangers out there. Violent chase, serving ghetto hard street shit. You know it's potent when the funky ass beat hit. Roll on the dice and we's hitting point. ICP! Out of Southwest Detroit, running with a gang of 20 street hoods. Hookers on my back, cause I'm selling them cheap goods. Running through the motherfucking alleyway. They can't catch violent crazy ass psychopath Jay. But I guess I wasn't so crazy this time. Now I'm chilling in the back of car 49. Yeah, that's where I'm gripping that metal. They put a man on the move, but can't do shit for the ghetto. I look at all that and it makes me sick. I wanna grab the motherfuckers, make them swallow a brick. So I grab anybody I can find. Beat a fiend in the head with a goddamn stop sign. Flex one of us and I'ma find you. 
Bullet rips to your chest and hits a bitch behind you. Kill two birds with one stone. You're laying in the street with a bullet in your dome to the hillbillies listening down south. Talk shit about the city with my nuts in your white mouth. I keep stringing on your banjo, cause we don't like that shit where I come from, bro. Now the ICP stands alone. In the Southwest, get us up. Mike, okay. Mike, I love that sample. It's a very good sample. Rod it's Stewart, great. man. Hell yeah. Do you think I'm yeah. sexy? I love that's. Oh, man, such a good line. <laughs> there we go. We got to add that to the uh, to the band list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So the general premise of this track mm-hmm is like what we got on a lot of Carnival of Carnage. Yeah. What we've heard on a lot of, you know, quite a bit of basement cuts, even some of what we had on Intelligence and Violence is really just a lot of Violent J talking about how his area is shit. And well, he's much... It, it's so strange because over the course of uh, a year or two from Intelligence and Violence... And like five minutes from basement cuts, uh, this is this is a significantly more grown up Jay in my eyes. Like he's he's taking a look at stuff and he's like, "This is fucked up." And there are some problems, and there are definite like people who are at fault here, <laughs> who are not mm-hmm. doing the shit that in our social contract we have agreed they do. <laughs> there's a there's a line that I absolutely fucking love oh man is it one that i'm gonna have a lot of stuff to say about let's hear it they put a man on the moon but can't do shit for the ghetto hell yeah that's the one i was talking about mike that line is so fucking good last night mike i i dropped a message just after somebody new joined the discord i welcomed them and in the same one mentioned completely unrelated to welcoming them that i was going to be able to talk about one of my favorite pieces of spoken word poetry today. Oh, shit. Gil Scott Heron did a piece called Whitey on the Moon. Are you familiar with Whitey on the Moon, Mike? I am not. I highly recommend that you and everybody who is listening right now after this, or right now, if you're listening, pause this and go go listen to Gil Scott Heron's Whitey on the Moon. Mike, after this, go listen to Gil Scott Heron's Whitey on the Moon. Okay. It is a spoken word poem about he's basically just talking about all of these problems that are going on in his house the first one being that a rat bit his sister and then he's talking about like you know the fallout from that like he can't afford medical bills and all that stuff his rents going up his taxes have raised but whitey's on the moon he's talking about how that he's basically saying what jay said in that single line he is expounding upon with like all of the stuff that is you know just going on that He's unable to handle, and uh, no one's able to, I guess, give him any aid for that, but what's he doing up there on the moon? What's, how did he get there? Was that free? <laughs> but yeah. yeah uh, so if you look at the uh, the annotation on Genius, uh, 
the cost of the Apollo 11 mission was $25.4 billion. Uh-huh. And back then, um, <laughs> the way that we launched things into space was incredibly bad and inefficient and shitty. Like, if, if you've ever watched, like, like, if you've looked at it, it's literally like we slapped a space plane onto a, a giant fucking rocket that was, the point was, if this thing is huge enough and powerful enough, it will overcome all of the aerodynamics that we're ignoring <laughs> to get this thing into fucking space. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, rockets pretty much. were bad back. <laughs> they were not good, and it was wasteful yeah. as shit. <laughs> yeah, it still is. But that line just—I—I I gotta give Violent J a lot of credit, honestly. And I wonder if Violent J's heard Whitey on the Moon. Maybe, maybe that's—I don't know. But remember, we, we did ha have a lot of that early kind of social commentary, albeit <sighs> very crass from Violent J around this time, but it's always been crass. But also, I feel like it wasn't really present in this kind of more aware way in... I mean, definitely not in intelligence and violence, but also not basement cuts either. Not necessarily. It it shows up more in Carnival of Carnage yeah. when you have tracks like Taste. Yeah. Um. But I also want to say, as far as his delivery, he has improved so fucking much. Oh yeah. In a very short span of time, and you know, if you listen to you know Carnival of Carnage compared to some of the later stuff that ICP did, it it doesn't hold a candle to stuff that they did on Malenko or whatever, even even as far as lyrical delivery. But in this short span of time, like, Jay has improved fucking tenfold. Yeah. And in, in addition to, you know, the, you know, put, putting a man on the moon thing and all that stuff, he's talking about, you know, if they're... The, if they're, you know, at some spot, cops are there to break it up and beat the shit out of them and stuff. And like, we're mm -hmm. here to serve and protect. And he's he's asking who protects us from the cops. Yeah. Shouts out the Black Panthers. Mm. Hell yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> that's that's but something. Then, <laughs> but then. Verse three. Well. Violent J is still an asshole to women. Of course. I mean, that's, that's all, yeah. you know, you know, how it is. women are lesser people. Yeah. But that's the quote par that. for the course for Jay. Mike Spawn. Women are less. <laughs> <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> when I'm trying to become president in four years. And they're going to find this podcast and they are going to pull that quote. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing they can pull from this that they that that that's mike spawn once said and quote <laughs> women <laughs> oh, no. oh god it, it'll be that it, it won't be like just you know your general association with me and everything that i've said that you've let no not at all show. not at all they're not even going to give a shit that I'm a juggalo. It's just the fact that I said the women no. aren't people. No, no. Well, I mean, you're not a gang anymore, so. 
Allegedly. <laughs> well, you might be gang related. I might be. I don't I don't have my uh hat turned to the side though. I don't even have a hat on right now. Damn. It's very uncharacteristic. So well, yeah. This track though is a honestly a fucking dope start. It's pretty tight. Uh to this EP. You mentioned it, the the sample, the Rod Stewart sample. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Also, I like hearing um the iced tea sample yeah. in there as well. Cause when I was hearing it, I was like, that sounds like it's probably iced tea. And then sure shit, <laughs> it's iced tea. Love it. Love it. Uh, and the uh, the also uh, the sample in the beginning and towards the end, um, colors. Yeah, the movie Colors, which I I've never seen. I've never seen. <laughs> so all right, all right. I think we're good on that one. So track Let's move two. on to a track we've heard before. Yeah, Wizard of the Hood. something that they did there that was actually uh kind, kind of okay like they uh they're, they're doing like a, a a three against four beat there because you know we're off to see the wizard is like a it's a triplet dealio rolling oh. over a straight straight fours beat but they they did okay. line it up with the with the beat and all that stuff the snare is hitting on it that was pretty cool um uh, i didn't like this song uh whenever we covered it before and i still don't uh, I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> it's so bad. The beat sucks. It's terrible. I don't mind the song, but obviously, the the best version of this song is just the EP by Violent J. Yeah, that's it. Um, is that an EP? There is uh, there is a minor difference uh, between this and the version on Carnival of Carnage, and that is that there is uh basically an outro of them saying some Yo Mama jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Compared to on the original one, there was the uh, the poetry skit, I believe. Yeah. Um, which I, I always liked that skit. Did I haven't get, listened to it in a long time because... Me bug. Yeah, yeah. bug. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's identical to the version that you've heard before on, uh, on Carnival of Carnage. And it's this is now bad. the fucking third time that we've heard anything... No, wait. Fourth time. Fourth time that we have heard anything regarding Wizard of the Hood. Wizard of Del Rey, Wizard of the Hood, Wizard of the Hood again, Wizard of the Hood, the album. EP, yeah, just fucking hell. It's gonna happen, it's probably gonna happen again some at some point. It's been a long time. I mean, it was a long time between, I guess, these ones and the actual album, but... Well, yeah. I don't know. So, so I don't, I don't know. The the EP came out uh, 2003. So, hey, 20th anniversary Wizard of the Hood. Let's fucking go. 
Oh man, wait for them to drop that merch. I mean, they already did. Yeah, that's true. They did. They, they already did last year. <laughs> oh, well. Wait for and them it's to already drop on vinyl. More better merch. <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd be down with it because it wasn't their merch. Just like was was it just like the the album cover or something? Like just like oh, they had a bit of everything. They had some stuff. Like, okay, I can. I they, they had some shit. They 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 made some obscure merch during that thirtieth uh, anniversary, mm. and 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 a lot of it was like pretty okay and then some of it was like man you could have done more for this album this album yeah. deserved more i feel like i remember but, something where it was just like yeah we cut out this the, the album and just we slapped that square album right on a shirt oh, they totally did that for some of the su- stuff that, that always sucks <laughs> yeah that's that's just cheap as fuck if i want that i'll go to fucking hot topic and buy that fucking shirt <laughs> don't don't give me don't sell me a fucking 35 dollars shirt that that's all that is right it's yours. You, that's your property. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it, and you did that. Lazy. Yeah. Exactly. Keep that Pop shit it. up. Your life at risk. <laughs> I hate you. to mention this uh whenever we cover ghetto zone but uh also in that track there were there were quite a few reused lines that i remember from uh i think some of them were from intelligence and violence even but also basement cuts or whatever because i mean he he had some line about like you know sending that bitch to the store for a fago or whatever you know that thing yeah I, i remember that from something but it's you know, I don't remember any of basement cuts. I do not like I it. Same. It's I completely flushed <laughs> that from my mind, and it deserved it because it wasn't good. Um, yeah, for real. It's life at risk, Mike. What do you got? So this just seems like an honest, like genuine telling of Jay's experiences, mm-hmm. like at the time. Maybe not so much with the gun. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. It it just. It's it's more of the same that we've been getting between basement cuts and and what we've already heard so far on on dog beats of just Jay in the ghetto. Um, there's nothing really big and different about it except Jay's not angrily yelling about it. Yeah. Um, there is a there is Subdued a line we Jay. were we were just about to get to it actually, but I I liked it a lot. Was um, they say my friends will never be any good. But the president wouldn't have been shit if he was raised in my neighborhood. Yep. Um, big deal when I mean, you think of the fact that, like, 
How many presidents do you know came from quote unquote humble beginnings? <laughs> How many of them came from lower level, if, if that's the correct term, lower communities? Means. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I mean, be pretty hard pressed to find an answer. Yeah. I'm sure there are, but right. it, the, the, the amount, if there are, is significantly lower than the people who not necessarily had the, you know, silver spoon in their mouth uh, at birth, but were, were better off than most. Right. Just got very lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. kind of the big thing of it. But yeah, he, he's he's definitely taking shots at you know people who have not even the slightest inkling of of what life like that is like, you mm -hmm. know, judging him and people around him. But at the same time, at the same time, I find it weird how judgmental he is on on this track towards the other people around him in a similar situation to his. Mm -hmm. Like he's. You know, people begging on the street, like he looks down on them. He looks obviously looks down on women, um, as 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 he continues to throughout a lot of his life. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like, dog, you're you're stealing car stereos, like <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he's actively doing something. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's not he's, just standing under the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's. <laughs> he has moral fiber. He is exactly. He's working to exactly. make his life better. He's got. He's got some gumption. He's got some <laughs> oomph behind him. <laughs> What's that? An actual job? Fuck no. And and at the same time, why don't you get a job, bitch? <laughs> he says that. We he heard does. it. He actually does. <laughs> yeah. Get a job Just, like me stealing car stereos, <laughs> not getting paid to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just it's it's but, uh, you know, maybe I'm just one of those outside people judging him who has had a blessed life. I have had a pretty blessed life, but at the same time, like my dude, my dude, <laughs> you are now. You are looking down on the people that you are like a step above. <laughs> like <laughs> And that step is a very small step. It is a very small step. Yeah. Like he is he is not necessarily better than anybody at this no. point. <laughs> let's 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 not let, let's not disregard the fact though that Jay when Jay was determined to do something, he fucking did everything he could to follow through and make it happen. Mm -hmm. Unless it was absolute fucking failure that prevented him from moving forward with whatever idea it was that he had, he did not, like, take that shit lying down, okay? It really, like, I mean, with him, you mentioned with wrestling. Like, wrestling just did not work for him, and then he realized, hey, rap actually could be a thing that seems to be going moderately okay. Maybe I should just put all of my effort into that. Yeah. And and then maybe in like five years I'll start working with every big wrestling promotion just for funsies. <laughs> um. So yeah, but Jay, Jay, don't be an asshole to people that are basically on the same level as you. Right. I mean, like, like you have no right to turn your nose up 
at the other people who live in the same community as you who somehow may be less fortunate than you. Right. And are just trying to, you know, get get through their lives the best they can. It's like, yeah, if you feel like you're, you know, you're doing something about your situation and all that stuff and you see you're making it better, it works. Again, you're a very lucky person, Jay. You have, fortune has favored you <laughs> because that won't happen for everybody. It will happen for very few and you're one of them. Yeah. So yep. yeah, there's Life at Risk. It's a pretty That's good song. Life at Risk. It's uh, it's got some interesting stuff in there. I feel like I've never really heard Jay talk that much uh, about, like, aside from talking about his mom here and there, and uh, one song that I know of for Father's Day. I've never heard him talk much about his dad, who apparently he does not care for very much for good reason. Uh, yeah. Aside from here, I I suppose if he is in fact you know referring to his own home life, but it's hard to tell because Jay. Again, he talks about all kinds of stuff that are not necessarily about him as if it was. But in this case, I, I, the, I believe he probably is talking about his own life. The only time that – the only other time I think we've covered something where he even mentions like his dad is in the song Ninja. But it's probably just for the sake of a story. Yeah. So it's, it's not necessarily Jay. It's Jay in the eyes of person or yeah. speaking through the eyes of person. So that's it. It's just he's always basically just been very pro his mom. Mama's <laughs> so boy. more often than not, if he says some, if he has something in his lyrics regarding his mom, it's typically in a good light. Mm -hmm. Jay's a mama's boy. He really is, though. That All brings right. us to the title track. The, the title track. Title track. The dog beats. Dog. In the city posse, you got the dog beats, ICP, we got the dog beats. No, you don't stop with the funk from the old days. Start nodding your head as the beat plays, yo. The ICP has got the dog beats. In the city posse, and we playing for keeps. And I know that you're liking this funk. Cause I can hear my voice coming out the trunk of your ride. Don't take me for a sucker. You're leaving unattended, I'ma take the mother. <gasps> Q to the D to the OPE. Hitting 03 with the ICP, I like bass, treble, and the temp stuff. Throw a kick it in the back of a scepter bus with that 40 or oh, that strong bull. Shooting craps in the back of the liquor store, and I'm hitting, and we'll keep it at that. You all jump, now I'm too dope for that. Rolling and I'm headed for the Clark Park. Just finished shooting eight with the Dark Shark. Seen the freak with the bright white tank top. Keep rolling, cause I know I'll see my bank drop. Homeboy, if you wanna keep your riches, stay the hell away from that more money. We did talk about Dog Beats way back on Forgotten Freshness, Volume 2. In which they, uh, I believe, appended the intro that you hear at the end of Life at Risk to the beginning of it. Yes, they did. Which is a fun little skit. Yeah, it's all right. But I prefer it not being on here. <laughs> I know which version I'm listening to from now on. <laughs> So this is one of the first times where we really get uh, verses by Two Dope. Yeah, and John Kick cool. Jazz. Yep, and also uh, something that I actually wanted to mention way back on Ghetto Zone, I, I forgot about it, was there was a part where 
there's two dope just kind of like yelling in the background. Not in the background. He's he's he's, oh, he's, he's, doing, he's, doing, doing, he's doing some classic. What would become classic two dope? And I miss that. I legit miss like early two dope yelling. <laughs> as weird as that is, it's it's it just there's there's a nostalgia behind it that man I really miss Shaggy. I don't need you to rap. I just need you to yell in the. <laughs> <laughs> just, Maybe he just doesn't have as much to say about like the modern day Joker cards or something, or he's just not as hype about them because some of them are kind of just. Sad. I mean, he raps. Well, yeah, he raps on the, the new cards. That's, well, that's different. Everybody was like, "Where's Shaggy on Yum Yum Bedlam?" Shut the fuck up. Doesn't he have like? <laughs> I, I believe we had a series of charts breaking that down. Doesn't he have the largest share of verses in Yum Yum Bedlam, or is that in one of the missing links? I don't remember. It it is in one of the uh, the more recent albums where he has significantly more than I, he I think did we dropped those pre yum yum so we didn't actually have a yeah good but it was adventure. like in in recent years he was doing way more verses than he had in the past and yeah. people were like oh it's the Violent J show but no like um, <laughs> in you know I, I feel like on on the newer uh, the the newer Joker cards right he has stuff to to say and rap about like the subject of them I feel mm-hmm. like he's not as able to hype up the characters because oh yeah like yeah. missing 100%. link lost and found like that's kind of like you know whatever the yum yum flower and it's a woman you know doesn't doesn't want to hype that up um but like back in the day whenever it's like malenko he's like he's hype for dean malenko so he's hype for the great malenko I mean, yeah. and he's just like motherfucker it's the great malenko yeah <laughs> he can do that he can talk about the ringmaster because he loves the ring he's hype for the ringmaster the ringmaster he- drives them in his car i mean who didn't love steve austin exactly the riddle box <laughs> he he just He's like, what's in the box? I want to know. Bat, Bat, Batman Forever had just come out. Jim Carrey fucking killed it as the Riddler. It pops out and he's like, oh my god, this is amazing. And he closes it and does it again because he's like, maybe something different will come out this time. I'm, ex- I'm so hyped for this fucking box. I don't... I don't I- <laughs> shaggy shaggy Tudor does not have object permanence no. <laughs> the wraith he's like screaming on the interest like i can't wait to die that's <laughs> what he's about i can't remember if he yelled a lot on mighty death pop but i have to imagine he would have been hyped for that one too and Bang Pow Boom, who was just the Mighty Death Pop again. <laughs> no, that's not that's not accurate. That's not accurate at all. Whatever. We'll find out whenever we get around to that. We'll find out in a couple of years. <laughs> so yeah. Dog beats. The Mighty Death Pop, who was just Bang Pow Boom, who was just the Wraith, who was just <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that the lore of the Dark Carnival is just a rehashing of everything prior? Yes, and I am also saying that Dog Beats has some really good scratches on it, which I'm assuming probably maybe Shaggy did that and he's in there. I don't know. There's some if if it is Shaggy doing them cuts, significantly improved from what I again, we didn't actually talk about this on an episode yet, but uh, upon re-listening to some intelligence and violence stuff, I listened like there are those are unique cuts on uh, violent crimes and stuff and probably was shaggy because they were baby's first cuts. But now uh, the cuts that we hear in here, 
really fucking good. We got some mm-hmm. got some good skill in there. A lot of improvement, uh, and also for this album overall, a lot of improvement in Jay's rapping and stuff. He's coming on much cleaner and stuff, and better at writing and not being shit. Uh, yep. This this is like the first sign of like legit like what what I like hearing in ICP um, mm-hmm. that we don't get from basement cuts or intelligence in violence. Nope. And nope, nope, nope. he's once again stealing stereos that have his tape in it. Well, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Was this released on a cassette as well? Uh, yeah, I believe it was. Okay. I figured as much, but I'm, I, I mean, I, this was in. I don't have good memory in, for whenever that started. I mean, I did grow up in an era where tapes were still where cassette was still a thing. It was 1990. It had to have been. Yeah. Let me. I'm gonna double check. I'm gonna okay, check. I, on, I don't have a good Discord. frame of reference for when that stopped because my memory is terrible. I just remember having like a Gin Blossoms cassette <laughs> and uh, the Peaches single from the Presidents of the United States of America that had Candy <laughs> Cigarette as a B side. Okay. Candy Cigarette. Yeah, this was dick. released. This was originally released as a cassette. The original version was released on cassette and CD. Um, the 2000 re-release was only on CD. Of course. It has been pressed on vinyl, and then the version that came out last year um, was pressed on CD and also on cassette, hmm. which those are still available on Psychopathic Vault. So if you don't have a copy of Dog Beats, um, not a bad way to get them. I think it's only like $10. Like, totally go and get a copy. And if you want to hear, like, the first, like, passable ICP album, this is it. <laughs> EP. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the first actual well, EP that is an EP, and the only yeah. EP that ICP have ever released. Um, this is the one. Yeah. So, there's only one last track to talk about. I mentioned earlier that this track was not on the original Dog Beats. And it seems like it was a Carnival of Carnage outtake, and they threw it on here because Violent J does not know when shit was made. Hmm. So the final track here... Mike, let me ask you something. Yeah. Hey, you. Uh, stop the bullshit, slut. I'm waiting. You don't have a damn thing on under that mini nighty. You want a good Shmi. fucking so bad you can taste Hello. it. Shmi, why, why are you waiting to, to ask me something? Shmi. I'll be fucking. Shmi, why? something now you might have even made love but see i ain't even like that i mean when i'm with a bitch i'll be fucking i'll be fucking all right shmeev you uh, you still didn't ask me anything nope no i'm not going to <gasps> rude except now what do you mm-hmm. think of this song Song is fucking great. <laughs> I didn't actually take any notes on it. Okay. Uh, I, so uh, I threw it on for like a... five seconds, and I was like, 
This is an okay beat, but I don't care. So it's a parody <laughs> of the song Stroken by Clarence Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, Shmi, do you remember when we would hear this at karaoke? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the, the gentleman's name. Um, he was in, there was a old guy. It was Danny, wasn't who, it? Who, was that? Was that Danny? Was it Danny? I don't remember. It may have been Danny. Well, regardless, um, it was an older gentleman who would go to, to karaoke night. Very nice guy. Um, and <laughs> this guy was probably in his 70s or 80s. And occasionally he would bust out this this song, or rather the original version. He would bust out Stroken by Clarence Carter. And it was the most awkward and yet funny thing <laughs> to experience at, at, at wing night, karaoke night. So this song, like I said, it sounds like it was actually a Carnival of Carnage outtake, um, which would make a lot more sense. I mean, I could have honestly seen this even being something from Ringmaster Sessions, um, which would make a little bit more sense to me. Regardless... It is just Jay's version of Strokin, where instead of I be Strokin, it's I be fucking. Really kind of just removes all of the, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's something about it where it's just like, you have, you have one where it's like, yeah, it's saying the thing, but it's saying it in like a, like a semi-clean way that you could get on the radio. Strokin. <laughs> Strokin. Huh? But so there's not much else to say about this. Yeah, um, it now before we get into in, into the the cleanup stuff, something that I should have mentioned uh, at the top of the app with um, like the packaging and stuff is one of the the notes. There's there's no booklet. It's just the one insert. But on the back is the songs um, "Ghetto Zone" and "Wizard of the Hood" are pre-releases from the forthcoming LP "Gangsta Codes." Still waiting on that album, Violent J. Gangsta Codes, when? When? When it be? Next year. If, you know what? You know what? You heard it here first. Juggalos, yep. Juggalos, and those who don't identify as such. ICP, Gangsta Codes, 2023. Yeah, well, well, that's their uh, that, that that's their planned release date, so expect it in like 2027. And never. <laughs> 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 expect uh, uh, an, an apology album next year. Well, yeah. no, expect an apology album in 2024. Right, right, uh, right. Okay. For okay. missing the release in 2023. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what's interesting is two of the songs on this record were eventually put onto something else nationwide. We had Damn. Wizard of the Hood put on Carnival of Carnage. We had Dog Beats put on the Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2. I listened to something else and I didn't hear any of these. So the other three tracks have been put out on stuff. Mm-hmm. Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2 was actually a re-release because the original version of Forgotten Freshness was a local release. Yeah. And the songs Ghetto Zone and Life at Risk were on that. So was Ask You Something. It's very weird that they didn't put those on the nationwide re-release. Maybe it was because um, of the samples, I guess. Probably. I'm, I'm assuming that they couldn't get that Rod Stewart sample clear. likely. Um. So, aside from this re-release of Dog Beats, they didn't put Gangs, uh, Ghetto Zone and Life at Risk on anything else. Ask You Something actually did get put on something else, and it's a compilation that we will eventually cover one day, maybe. Um, 
the incredible collectible collection worthy of an erection. It was put on that, and that was going to be something where we were going to cover it on. But then they re-released this and put it on here, and I'm like, well, should we cover it on that? And people in Aaron and Eric's Discord were like, yeah, sure, because only three of the songs are stuff that you didn't talk about anyways. So that's why we talked about it here. But other than this Dog Beats re-release, which it seems like they're not like selling out of anytime soon. They're just there. Um, Ghetto Zone and, and Life at Risk have not been released on anything else nationwide. So just something kind of interesting, but only moderately interesting. Not a whole lot of interesting, just a tiny bit of interesting. Yeah. That's and the end of that, Dog Beats. That's Dog Beats. We did it. They said it shouldn't be done. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> <laughs> and we no. said... Too bad. Like, like <laughs> we're I, Juggalo Judgment. Do you fucking know what we have done throughout this show? <laughs> Do you think we're going to listen to you? We have over 20,000 downloads. Oh, my God. Can't stop us. Anyway, like I said, this was this is like... I feel like if you're going to go back and listen to to a first... If, if you want to hear early ICP, I feel like you go here and... This this is your starting point. Uh, this is not a bad starting point. Yeah, basement cuts is. So is intelligence it, violence. Yeah, don't intelligence don't, don't, you know, don't here's talk the about thing. those ever. Here's the thing. Don't well no. Don't listen to basement cuts ever. Uh, go back and listen to intelligence and violence at some point. For some reason, I don't know. It's a fun album. Some stupid about it. It's just terrible, but it's it's fun to listen to. No, just listen to D Day. That's all. <laughs> You're gonna miss out I've on violence. Jay's the Mac. Oh, and and violence. Jay's the Mac. Those are the only two songs you need to listen to. But uh, yeah, but no, th- this is this is actually a really good start for whenever you 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 hear the actual beginnings of what ICP becomes. But like you can hear a lot of what they come to start talking about more and more on later albums and the stuff that I give a fuck to, about talking about whenever it comes to this. The stuff that I actually like heard in their music and was like, wow, this is the part of it that I'm interested in, um, mm. and that's cool and that that's that's it but don't listen to the one that has ascii something on it because just just stick with four tracks four nice nice tracks yeah. easy in out done and uh if if you were to remove another track from that original one it would be wizard of the hood and then you have the three good songs ghetto zone life at risk and dog beats and by good songs i mean acceptable ghetto zone <laughs> dog beats are good life at risk is okay yeah yeah that's that's honestly the best way we can put it. So it doesn't really seem like the the pick three, remove one. That's what I just did, though. It, I just did. That. Yeah, it's just it's hard to, <laughs> but it's hard to apply on something that's like so like minimal here. Doesn't matter. But I did. It I, I would. I would. I would one hundred percent agree. Um. So yeah, the the bonus track of "Ask You Something" makes no sense on here. So disregard that. And uh, "Wizard of the Hood," you've already got it on "Carnival of Carnage." So. And I mean, that doesn't matter. Like, see, if you listen to this, then I feel like you've already heard the best that you could get out of Carnival of Carnage. And you can skip it now and go right to Ringmaster. (laughs) Well, there you go. Have good albums. (laughs) (laughs) So that is Dog Beats. Let us know what you think about the Dog Beats. The Dog Beats that ICP allegedly has. Yeah. You can let us know on our various social medias, such as our Facebook Juggalo Judgment. Our Twitter. Juggalo Judgment. Our Instant Graham. Juggalo Judgment. For people who like to just type and type and never stop fucking typing, we have email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. For people who like to 
spend money on dipshits talking about juggalo music, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash juggalo judgment. And we appreciate the support that we receive on there and on all of the other things and hearing from people and stuff. It's fun to talk to people about things. Uh, and we talk to people a whole lot in a Discord that is not ours. It's not ours. <laughs> we should just start putting the link Discord. for. We should just start putting their the link for their Discord. And Honestly, our... I thought you did at some point on the oh, uh, I, did on I the not? link tree. I don't know. Oh, then I know ours is on there. I yeah. don't think that uh, I don't think theirs is. So maybe I'll change that. Be like one day ours the... might in fact just be dissolved straight up because we don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that we're as as we've said, still out. working on that Patreon. Uh, thing because nobody uses the the goal to come and listen to us so yeah there's no real reason for us to have a discord of our own because right. fuck it you know yeah we're gonna there's there's no reason to split up communities like that it's stupid they yeah. have so many channels on there is it set up already we yeah. love those guys we love hanging out with them there Indeed. it is but if you want to talk to either of us uh directly yes. without any any acknowledgement from the other person because mm. you know we don't like each other we just do this yeah it's, it's a it's a business thing it's a two best friends uh, thing it, it really oh you know what <laughs> oh that makes me sad that makes me so sad <laughs> that makes me so sad especially oh, thinking so about the fact that from what a lot of people say it might have been uh matt's the reason why that kind of dissolved i oh, know but I have no idea for sure. Anyways, you can hit me up directly on my Twitter at Mike Spawn the S E J, or you can find me uh, on Instagram and you can send me a DM there, straight at Juggalo. Twitter at Schmeave. I think that that's that's pretty much it. So I think that's it. There is nothing else that we could possibly do except for one one thing, and that is Schmeave. You must finish your motherfucking <laughs> It's clear so you can't tell if I finished it or not. Indeed. Peace. Peace out, y'all.